I decided to just jump right into it head first on this one because something really incredible happened this week. Uh, we got out of Afghanistan. But there's there's something kind of spicy about this, right? It's not just that we got out of Af Afghanistan and now it's all good to go, right? There's some drama involved. We didn't just leave and now there's a stable Afghan government in place with a strong military to defend uh, the, the government itself so that it exists and its people uh, against the Taliban, which has been seeking to retake the entire country of Afghanistan for the, I think, about, what, the entire 20 years that the United States has been there after invading in 2001. Now, Kyle Kalinske has been very principled on being anti-war. So he does not care. He does not care who gets people out of Afghanistan he just wanted it done, same as me. I don't care. I don't care that Donald Trump started moving the pieces for that. I think Donald Trump was too afraid to hear the backlash, especially from the corporate media, the liberal, so-called liberal corporate media, the CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, um, <laughs> MSNBC, all those guys would have torn, torn my new asshole on how it was done. The same thing is happening right now. And hilariously to me, Kyle Kalinske is facing backlash for saying, like, hey, this is based. This is good. It, it's a good thing that Joe Biden pulled troops out of Afghanistan. Objectively, this is a good thing. There was no good way to do it. And that's what people are saying, right? People are on, on Twitter right now ripping this guy for saying that this was all good and dandy. There was no good way to get, get out of Afghanistan. There was no good way to go into Afghanistan. You should have stayed out in the first place. You killed a lot of people. A lot of them were innocent. You pissed off the Taliban. They didn't go anywhere. We didn't defeat the Taliban. They're still there. They just took over the country. And they did it fast, too. Really fast. They were ready. They've been waiting for 20 years to snap in. They just did it. They, they have the country now. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so there's a video of people grabbing on to a United States. It looks like an uh, an army plane. Uh, and these these are citizens. These are Afghan citizens. They they're on the airstrip, like grabbing onto the plane, like take me with you kind of stuff, because they don't want to be there with the Taliban and they're too poor to get out. Uh, or there's other shit going on at the airport. I heard there were gunshots and other stuff, and supposedly some people think that. The Americans on site at the airport were trying to prioritize their people over Afghan citizens. And uh, so they've created some kind of drama. I don't know if any of that's true. I just read it from other people. It wasn't from an official source of any kind. It's just mostly, it's hearsay, right? So I, I, I don't care about hearsay. That's just, I'm just repeating it. Uh, it's not factual. It's not factual. It's not factual. I'm just repeating hearsay on that. It's not a fact. Uh, so what is a fact, because there's video evidence, is that people grabbed onto the airplane, and it looks, it appears, it was a four-second clip, it appears that someone actually held on to the plane for a while and fell off at great altitude, which is terrifying and is really bad, but I don't see how that's anyone's fault but the person who grabbed onto an aircraft. You don't grab onto aircraft. I get desperation. I get that you're, you must be fearing for your life living in a country ruled by the Taliban, if you are willing to jump onto a, an aircraft that's taking off on a runway, I understand that completely, and I'm sorry, okay? But we had to get out. 
We wasted billions of dollars. Uh, so some people are saying that Kyle Kalinske is now mask off. This is his mask off moment that he's some kind of a liberal or he's the Young Turks or uh, Emma Vigilant or something, you know what I'm saying? It's something like that. He's totally not. He's totally not. He has been principled on this as long as I've watched his content, which is which is years. I mean, since, I don't know, it's been like six or, I guess, like six years or something, somewhere like that now, right? Uh, wow. He says, now do Iraq. That was one hour ago on, this is August 16th, about 6 p.m. Eastern time. So he said, now do Iraq. Yeah, dude. Like, again, I don't care. I don't care who gets credit for this shit. I don't care. I'm not going to sit around and fucking and cry my eyes out because it was Joe Biden, who I don't like at all. I did not vote for him. I rail against Joe Biden because he fucking sucks. But you know what I'm going to give him credit for? Everything he does right. Take yes for an answer. Take a win. That's something that the left, especially the online, like, uh, the online left that says all the shit, like, you need to read some theory, buster. Here's a book on communism. Those kinds of people, the people who will not take yes for an answer. You have to. Or you're not serious. Sitting here on, on Twitter, leaning on your armchair, Saying, ha gotcha, I hate all liberals and all conservatives, and if Joe Biden ever does a good thing, then I'm going to say it was bad anyways. You're now a partisan hack just like all the rest of them if you do that. Getting out of Afghanistan was correct. There was no correct way to do it, but getting out was the correct move. Okay, people were going to suffer no matter what because we invaded. It was not our place to ever invade that place. Stay out. We're gone. Do Iraq next. Uh... Pull funding from Saudi Arabia, from Israel, from all these places in the Middle East who cause terror on other countries like Yemen. This is something that Joe Biden can be proud of. It's something that I don't, I mean, I don't think Joe Biden's going to be running for re-election. He's old as fuck. He's probably tired. But listen, if you're the Democratic Party and you're struggling to get young people, something that we are overwhelmingly is anti-war. Okay, we, we need health care. We need a lot of other shit that you could do, and you need to do those things. But a good start, if you want a good legacy, Joe Biden, get us out of all the wars. You will, you, you might get your face on Mount Rushmore. If you end all of the wars, you will be one of the most appreciated presidents in modern history. Your name will be up there with the likes of John F. Kennedy. You will be the, the anti-war, pro-peace president that will be your persona that's how you'll be remembered do that seriously do that Oof! here's a big yikes someone says it looks like jimmy Dore was right about you talking about kyle kalinsky <laughs> so this this is what the online left has morphed into on issues like this where we should all be on the same page like hey ending wars is good right yes okay that's it it's not it's about Hmm, let's see where we can draw some lines in the left. Let's see. I'm going to pick Team Door over Team Kalinsky, and now everything Jimmy Door says is going to be correct, and everything Kyle Kalinsky says is going to be either completely incorrect, I don't like it, or I'm going to pick something out about a video he makes, and I'm going to be fake outraged about it. Because that's that's now what I'm supposed to do as Team Door. I don't like you. This is not sports. These are real people in Afghanistan who, by the way, people in the United States don't give a fuck about these people. 
I am interested in politics and I follow this stuff, but the average American probably doesn't even know that we've pulled out of Afghanistan. If they don't watch the news, if they if they aren't interested like I am, or if they don't see it trending on Twitter or something, then they don't even know about this. You would probably you would probably surprise them if you told them that that we were in Afghanistan since 2001 and we just now got out. They'd say, "Oh, I didn't know that," and that would be it. They would forget about it the second they walked into Starbucks. No more thoughts about Afghan people. No one here cares. Not really. So there's a lot of fake outrage. There's a lot of fake caring. Just look. Be honest, guys. No one here gives a fuck about people in the Middle East. I don't want to see any more people on the left ever again. Now, if you're in Kyle Kalinske's comments right now telling him that, he, that no, this isn't right, we didn't do it right, and you're a liberal, do not ever claim to be anti-war ever again in your life. If you are not okay with us leaving a country that we waged war in for 20 years because you read some kind of liberal talking point and you don't like Kyle Kalinske or you hate Joe Biden so much that you refuse to give him any credit at all for anything ever if he does something right, you won't take a win, you won't take a win. Then you are now a partisan hack. You are not anti-war unless you are okay with us pulling out of all of these countries that we're engaged in, which is uh, give or take seven to nine, some odd. It depends on how many proxy wars you count and how many wars you count where we're just funding mercenaries, Okay, but anyways, I just found that video of the people hopping onto the plane. Uh, it was not it was not an uh, an army airfield turboprop plane. I forget what those are called. The big ones. They, I think they're uh, I think they're quad engine turboprops. Uh, this is an air force plane, and there are. I mean, this is looks like a at least a couple hundred people on the strip. <laughs> People jumping onto the aircraft. That's bad. Um, but like I said, there's no correct way to leave this place. And the Taliban is probably going to rule with an iron fist. Um, any any human rights that were achieved over the last 20 years will probably be wiped away. During the transitional period... Uh, I think things will remain peaceful. I mean, there were agreements made like, hey, we're going to get out, but don't hurt anybody. Keep the businesses moving. You know, let's have a peaceful transition here, which is also, I think that's the right thing to do because I don't want people to die, period. Violence is bad, bad, bad. And uh, almost anything is, is better than violence. So what I hope is that there are not a bunch of revenge killings. I saw, again, one hearsay story where some people supposedly were revenge killed by the Taliban already. That's very bad, and I'm sorry. I am sorry. The Afghan people have to figure this out. It's their country. It's more their country now than it was from 2001 to 2021. And so if, if they want to form their own militias and take back their country from the Taliban, they can now do that. What I hope does not happen is the Taliban gets all of the vehicles and the weapons and uh, they remain organized and they roll with an iron fist until the end of time. That that would be very sad for the Afghan people. The Afghan people are going to become mostly refugees 
um, or uh, prisoners in their own homes, that sort of thing. And that's very sad. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm glad that the U.S. isn't a part of it. And that, that's, that's all I can say about it. In other news, we're going to talk about the police very briefly and how they pose a major threat to the safety of every American person. So the LAPD had a little incident here. I don't know what the, what the, the total story is. I've got a 16-second clip for you. You're going to hear someone say, bitch, and you're going to hear a police officer speak. But between those two things, there is a sucker punch, and you should look this video up. Uh, awkward rap. That's A W K W O R D rap. Uh, that is the Twitter handle that shared this. That's where I'm getting it from. Go look it up. It's awesome. Bitch. So a guy on a stretcher right outside of an ambulance is being treated by paramedics. I don't know. I don't know what happened beforehand. I have no idea what's going on. But he says "bitch" to this cop, who I mean, kind of looks like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and so the cop comes. He he's out of frame. He comes jolting into the frame and sucker punches this guy on the stretcher. After that punch, this guy's face is. He turned. He had turned to his right. It looks like. His right to say bitch. After the punch, his head's to the left, and he he. I don't see him moving again. He may have gotten knocked out by this cop on a fucking stretcher, and no one does shit about it. That's the crazy thing. If I were a paramedic, even I'd be like, "You better get the fuck out of here." But you see, people are afraid of the cops because they have a gun on their hip, they have a taser, they have mace. They're scary. They have a lot of weapons, and they're very aggressive. They'll just go fucking punch you in the face. They don't care. Will this guy get anything other than a, what, maybe a suspension? If no one had taken a video, if this, if no one ever saw this, then nothing would ever happen. You need, like, public outcry. You need a reputation to be on the line of that police department, uh, in this case, the LAPD, for anything to happen, period. That, that's just the way it is. So remember that the police in the United States, they are a military force, really. They're a military force, and they happen to be... I think it's the third most funded military force on the planet. With the United States military being number one, they are number three as a collective across the country. That is absolutely crazy. We don't need that. That sounds like we're being occupied by a foreign entity like, oh no, scary China. China is the, uh, is the second most well-funded military followed closely by our police force. So what what it sounds like is our police force is so well funded that they could they could take on any military other than China and compete including I mean we're talking about Russia, Saudi Arabia, uh the United Arab Emirates, India, like really big powerful places. We don't think about this shit because there there's still this this blinders on people in this country when they see a police officer a lot of people say i support the police they don't think twice about it i support the police they're just regurgitation hey that guy is supposed to be my friend and he's gonna protect me and a lot of these motherfuckers out here are just like this guy i'm gonna sucker punch that guy on a stretcher so the police suck end of story they suck we gotta scrap the whole system recruiting 
Why was this guy recruited? Why is a person so aggressive he feels like he needs to punch a person on a stretcher? No, you don't do that. If you already if, if this guy is under arrest and he's being treated, then guess what? If he's hurt and on a stretcher, then somebody already beat his ass. That part's over with. Somebody already beat his ass. Why are you punching him on a stretcher when he's defenseless now? That's pretty fucked up. That's pretty low, right? I don't care what he did. It's ba- it's just basic. Verbal assault does not warrant physical assault. Those two things are are on completely different levels. Him calling you a bitch, suck it up and walk away. Laugh it off. I don't care what you have to do. Anything other than sucker punch him on a fucking stretcher. Get over yourself. The dude's about 300 pounds. The guy on the stretcher looks like he's about 150 pounds. And he punches him on a stretcher. I'm fucking done, man. I want to have a quick mention about just how to talk to people about issues. Because I see people doing this shit wrong all the time. Where you will never, ever get someone on your side if you do this. Here is a phrase that will shut down the other person immediately. You realize that this and this and this, right? Or you know that, right? Those things, that is code for, hi, I'm an asshole. Even if you are correct and your point was made and it was justified, it was correct, it was factual, that person doesn't care now. If you say, you you know that, right? You realize that, right? That's me. That's someone saying, not me. If That is you saying, if you use those phrases, that is you saying, hi, I think you're a fucking idiot. Uh, in the case that I'm talking about here, it's unfortunately at the trans journo, uh, who is someone who, I mean, is, is very intelligent, is very aware, but unfortunately uh, gets, gets kind of upset, I guess. I uh, kind of triggered a little bit and uses, you realize that right. And then uh, the last word on this is learn with a period. That's just incredibly rude. I I am not okay with that kind of discourse, and I've done it myself. Of course, you got to get better, right? You got to get better every day. There's something you can improve. There's something, right? I've been an asshole to people online. I've been an asshole to people in public, just talking to them. I was an asshole to James Mackler, who was running for Senate in Tennessee. I was, I was, I was asking him questions, and I I fucking drilled him at Politicon 2019, um, and and. He was noticeably shooken because I was a total, I was, I was not fair at all in the way I talked to him. Uh, and he cut it short because of that. That's where I fucked up. I should have been more respectful and sounded like I was there to have a conversation, not like there to give him a gotcha, to gain points, to like have an ego about myself. I did it all wrong. This, we're never going to win if we're just about our fucking egos about our public persona, about can I, oh, I'm going to get you James Mackler, or I'm going to get you at Verling, who is the guy who's the victim of this, uh, you know that right phrase that I'm talking about here. Don't do that. Remember that you're talking to people, people who can be convinced that you are correct. They can be pulled out of liberalism. They can be pulled out of classic conservatism. They can be pulled out of racism. These they can be rescued. Something happened in their lives to make them like that. I have a good friend who sometimes listens to this podcast and might hear this phrase. Well, on economic issues, he seems to be left wing and hilariously on well to me hilariously right on social issues. He is right wing. He he is right wing. I'm not gonna name who he is, but if he's listening, he will know he will know that I'm talking about him. 
uh, and he will re remain anonymous, of course. But he's one he's one of the people who says that you know transgenderism is a disorder, and uh, therefore I guess we should just dismiss it altogether or something. And he is himself LGBTQ. Uh, it's it's just a total mind fuck for me that 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 person exists. Uh, almost I. I I haven't I haven't explored that with him too much more because I don't want to talk about that stuff. That's not the relationship we have really. We talk about gaming. We're like gaming buddies mostly. Uh, we've been friends for a long time, and uh, every now and then we'll we'll kind of we'll, we'll tap into some kind of a political discussion. Uh, we usually end up butting heads a little bit. I, I feel like I feel like maybe. Uh, I'm more into the stuff than he is, I think, and I he kind of wants to come in and kind of get a little. Let's see if I can own him on this every now and then, you know. He he likes to kind of challenge a little bit. Uh, I don't know why. It's just it's just the way that particular guy is. A lot of people like that, right? It, it's it's the same thing where you want to get on here and own the libs or own the the neocons or whatever it is. But we got to talk to people like they're people. All right, that's about enough of this. There was one more detail in the LAPD video I played the audio from earlier that I did not catch until just now. Someone else pointed it out to me in the Twitter comments, right? Uh, there is a bald white dude uh, by the ambulance. The guy who punches the guy on the stretcher blows by him, right? The bald guy is just standing there. Right before this guy blows by him to punch uh, the stretcher guy in the face, this bald guy is standing by the ambulance, and he has his right hand on a pouch on his utility belt there. And uh, he, uh, right, right, I'm telling you, dude, right as this guy, bitch, he, he unbuckles it and pulls out a small can. It's mace. He has the mace, the can of mace, in his hand. His arm is starting to extend when the other guy blows by him and punches the guy on the stretcher in the face. So now what I'm seeing, there are a total of three law enforcement officers standing by the ambulance when this other guy blows by those three and punches him in the face. If he had not done that, then the, then the bald guy was going to mace him. You can't do that. <laughs> Why? Does he pose a threat? You're supposed to be de-escalating. So if someone says, bitch, walk away. Did that hurt you? Is he actually causing a problem by calling you a bitch? Oh no, he hurt your he hurt your little feelings because he called you a bitch. It sounds to me like I would be a better police officer if someone calls me a bitch. You know what I do? I'm like, why are you calling me a bitch? Like, <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother like average people that much. Like, hey, bitch. You know, I call my friends bitches sometimes. It just it's a word. If a guy says bitch to me with hatred in his heart, uh. I'm going to be like, who are you calling a bitch? That's about it. If I'm a police officer and a guy's on a stretcher and so and he calls me a bitch, I'm going to be like, I'm, this is me. This is my thought. I'm out here. I'm a free man. That guy just, I mean, I don't know what happened, but there are police involved and he's calling the police a bitch. So I'm guessing there was something happened there. He is presumably going to the hospital and then jail, right? Just based on what I can infer from what I see in 16 seconds. He's going to the hospital, getting fixed up and then going to jail. I would say I'm a free man. I'm a law enforcement officer. I did my job. The guy's going to be, uh, he, he's, he's no longer a threat if he was one. And he called me a bitch. And 
I would feel pretty good. And I would just go home, right? I would go back to, to my to my job. I'd go home that night and I'd be like, all right, I did work today. I got called a bitch, whatever. That would be it. That would be it for me. Uh, why is it that I'm like that and this guy who's supposed to be trained to be able to handle situations like this loses his temper? Two of them lose their tempers. Uh, one punches and the other is about to mace a guy on a stretcher. That is crazy. Which one is worse? I don't know. They're both really bad. Stop doing that. The police need to be defunded. That doesn't mean that we abolish uh, police as a whole thing. It means that we abolish the police as they exist currently as a, a military force. That's what we're talking about when we say defund or abolish the police or both. We're talking about get all the money out so that these guys uh, don't have uh, tanks and shit. <laughs> That's one important thing. Uh, and of course, scrap the recruiting system. It's garbage. Scrap the training. It's garbage. Clearly, uh, scrap the shitty culture that creates people like this. All I gotta say about it. Tennessee Governor Billy. Hey, Billy, I hey, come here, son. Let me talk to you for a minute. Southern progression.